welcome to the first episode of the Autistic and Mental Health Chat Podcast. I was hoping in the first episode I would be able to touch a little bit about my life because I already went all into it on my YouTube channel that is dedicated to the Autistic and Mental Health Communities. And talk a little bit what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. But in the last few days, something has happened that I need to touch on. That needs to be brought up. And this podcast has to be shared. And it, and, and it, and this has to change. And change now. I found out a few weeks ago that the Harlem Globetrotters were going to come to Bossier City on my birthday, March 30th. So I got to thinking, hey, there would be a great group of guys to do an interview for my podcast and for my YouTube channel. And maybe even do a live chat so that other people can ask their questions um, because of who they are. So, and I went about it the right way. I didn't look to see who was on the roster and and ask for any of you one by one, like I've done in the last few days, to other celebrities. I went about it the right way. I looked up their email and emailed them, thinking they're going to email me in the next day or two. Maybe three. Three at the most. Didn't happen. A week went by, nothing. So I decided, okay. I'm going to try to reach out to them on the Facebook message. Because somebody on there might know who I should contact. So I, I should, and what I should have done is said, who should I call? But I didn't. I said, who should I email? Thinking they're going to give me somebody's personal, you know, one of their per- persons, the PR department, personal, you know, their PR department's email. But they didn't. They just said, email the info. Which I did. Because when I first told them, I, they, the person on the Facebook message said, awesome. You know, they said, awesome. Thinking, and I thought that with them saying that, I was going to hear something bad pretty quickly. No. So, I then went to the Instagram Instagram, and I first direct messaged them. Well, that didn't work, so... Then they popped up on the Instagram with a new picture. So I met, m- mentioned them. I said, at Harlem Globetrotters. I just tried to direct message you for an interview on the subject of autism and mental health. Well, that did work. Well, it did work. They said, DM us. You know, so I thought, and I said, well, I just did. So when I did, said that, I thought they were going to say, great. And they're going to go and 
stopped talking to me and set up a time and a date. No. So then I waited. So I went back and forth trying to get their attention on the Facebook message and on their Instagram. Nothing. And I'm not the type of person who likes to to call a business to ask for an interview. Because I do better with rejections if I see it. If I hear it, it brings me down a notch and it just ruins my day. Not so much if I see it, you know, written out. So, but I got up the nerve and looked up their phone number. And I do better calling businesses if I'm within a group of people. And that tends to be at my health facility where I teach water aerobics. Um, so I knew I was going to be hopefully teaching water aerobics on a Thursday night, which I thought I did, but the pole ended up being broken and, and I wasn't able to teach, so, but I was still there. So before I got the news, I wasn't going to be able to teach because I got there early. I got up the nerve and called the number that I found on their Facebook page. Because normally if you Google a place of business, it'll pop up, uh, as you know, and say, give, their, give you guys their website, their address, their, you know, brick and mortar address, if they have one. Um, the times they are open. And, but n- not, not for the home globetrotter. It just pops up with a list of webs, different websites and and, the whole, and they pops up with the home globetrotter's website. So I went to their website thinking on their page I was going to be able to find a phone number. But if you scroll down to the very, very bottom of the page where normally a place of business would list their phone number, if you have any, if you have any uh, question, you can con- contact them. But no, it just lists their social pages, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And under contact, you would think on that page it would list their phone number. Not so much nothing it just lists their email address and snail mail address so I went to their Facebook page and that's where I found their phone number so like I said I went to the health facility my health facility where I teach water aerobics on Tuesday nights and got up the nerve finally and called and I thought I was going to get someone well, they give you so much, so many options after they, this guy greets you. And they say, okay, question number four, if you want ticket information, group sale information, or VIP passes information. And then there's directory number, I mean directory, what number to press for the directory. And then they say, okay, if you want the um, operator, or what they call the front desk, press zero. Or just wait to the very end. So I pressed zero, thinking I was going to get someone and get an operator and tell her 
my ordeal and see if she can, you know, give me the right person. He just wings and wings and wings and then says, this mailbox is full. So I called back and went thinking I was going to get someone on the ticket line. No one. He just wings and wings and wings and then says, this mailbox is full and they can't accept any more messages. And so, uh, that has brought me down a notch. Because basically the same thing is happening to me when I reached out to the Sesame Street place. Because when I, back before the, way before the pandemic, I did a YouTube cha- a YouTube video for Dollywood. But but before I did Dollywood, I reached out to Dollywood and the Sesame Street place at the very same exact time. Um, and I thought I was going to hear back from the Sesame Street because they were, came out and said at the time they were a brand new place for the artistic community. And that's what their, their whole premise is. I mean, everybody can go, you know, and have fun. But the premise is they were artistic friendly. So when I reached out to them, to the PR, their PR department, I thought that once I told the PR department that I had a you, um, I'm starting up a YouTube channel that's dedicated to the artistic and mental health community, and I would love to come and interview them about how they cater to the artistic and mental health community. They were going to get back to me. Not so much. Nothing. Dead ear. But Dollywood popped up that night. I mean, it didn't even take them 30 minutes or so. They got back to me that night. And and they even worked around my schedule. Um, to accommodate me. And then the pandemic came about and I had to cut the travel because I can't afford to get in my car and just travel to different places and stop and say, can I interview you for my YouTube channel that's dedicated to the artistic and mental health community? I have to tell my job, hey, I got an offer to go somewhere to do a video for my YouTube channel. This is why I'm taking the time off. Uh, so... So, I thought, hey, great, the Hollywood Road Club was going to respond back to me after I emailed them, and, and I'll get this going, because this might lead, because if I do, if I interview them, this would lead me to Sesame Street, or to Knox Berry Farm, or every other place, Comic Cons, you know, lead me to different, or different celebrities. They will pop up and say, hey, interview us. Interview me. I would love to be interviewed. I want I want the autistic and mental health community to know how I cater to the to them. But I haven't heard back from them. That's why I decided um, this morning to finally go on to different pages on my groups 
that I've joined that I think they can, might help me and put out a thing saying I need help you know I reached out to the Harlem Globetrotters and they haven't responded back to me or at any of you for my YouTube channel luckily the Brookshire's Arena where they're going to be playing in Bossier reached out and said that I should email them because I put one of their players is coming into town and they can hopefully set it up so hopefully something will come up out I'm going to you know give them a few days you know a few weeks because my birthday's not until March 30th but it's you know I can't wait too much longer so that's why I'm doing this podcast to let you know hey if the home Globetrotters is not responding back to me, are they not responding back to me because I'm not an established podcaster? I'm not an established YouTube channel person who's well known in the community. And all I want to do is ask them how they cater to the autistic community. Even though they put up videos showing them playing basketball with someone in a wheelchair or doing this and that, but they have not come out and said, hey, this is how we cater. And it makes me feel like they're sticking a finger up to to me, because I have a form of autism, and I would love to know this, and I would love to know why, if they have a phone number, they don't answer. What if a parent was trying to reach them because they first reached out to the vendor where they're going to be playing and the vendor where they're going to be playing can't accommodate them. But their child is begging and pleading to go but they know that they can't handle the loud noises and, and being around a large how can can you guys step up and try to arrange it so my child can meet you because he's such a huge fan of yours like me I've been a huge fan of the Globetrotters for mm, 45 so years I'm about to turn 46 at the end of this month And each time they'd come to town, I wasn't able to go because of one, the cost, and two, the time frame I had to work or something was happening that night. Why aren't they answering their phones? You know, that needs to change, and it needs to change now. Because, uh, like I said, what if a parent needed to, to ask them a question about uh, about their performance or them playing or, you know, whatever. And they uh, and like I said, the arena where they're going to be, can't, one, doesn't care about accommodating them. 
they're too busy. They don't, they don't care. Luckily, the Brooks Arena does care. They, they will bend over backwards to help you. Two, what if they can't accommodate you? They just, just can't. They just can't see how they can accommodate you. But if they got together with whoever is coming into town, they can maybe arrange it. They can tell, hey, Drake, Drake Yoker, hey, Brooks and Dunn, hey, Harlem Globetrotters, I know you're coming to our arena to perform on this show time and this show day, and I have this concerned parent, or I have this concerned adult who had, who's on the autism spectrum or who has a mental health problem, like social anxiety, and they can't stand loud music or can't stand a large crowd, but they would love to meet you and to see you perform. Could they come and you do like a mini concert in front of them? Just them and a group of their friends? You know, how can can you accommodate them in, 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 in any way possible? Because if they did that, <laughs> and, that, and the word got out that that group bit of a backwards to accommodate that person because they were on the autism spectrum or had a mental health problem and and they took their time and got together with the arena and figured out how to accommodate that person and the word got out their popularity which even though they were already popular they were even skyrocket because the autistic and mental health community is such a huge community, such a large community because so many people are getting tested now to be on the autism spectrum, being tested to have this mental health problem. Because look what happened to Robin Williams. Look what happened to some of the celebrities who committed, committed suicide because they had a mental health or, you know, or they had something wrong with them. It, you know, there's such a... Vera Hannah is coming, came out a few years ago. The, the actress who's on Splash, who was the mermaid, she came out years ago saying that she was on the autism spectrum. So many celebrities are now coming out saying, hey... I just got tested. I didn't realize I had I was on the spectrum until I realized, hey, something is not right about me. I may as well go and get tested. And they got tested and realized they were off they are on the spectrum. So as you can see, the community is growing by leaps and bounds. I mean 
I don't know if that's sad or good, you know, but it's growing. And I'm happy to be one of them. And I'm trying to help. And I'm and having hard, a hard, hard time. Very hard time. And I'm not afraid to ask for help to anybody to help me get my ideas going. And with the, what the Hall and Globetrotters are doing to me by not answering their phone, and I just want to ask just for an interview. A 30-minute interview. doesn't have to be an hour, an hour interview. doesn't have to be two hours. Just at least 30, minute in, 30 minutes at the max interview so I can ask my questions. So, and I know the autistic and the, the autistic and mental health community would love to ask their questions to them too on how they cater to the autistic, to them. And I will, you know, I would love to ask them, why aren't they answering their phone so I can get this interview? It's just not right. It's, it needs to be changed. This podcast needs to be shared by everyone. It needs to be shared so that people who can help, who can change, who can help me change this, can change it. someone like me who, even though I'm not an established YouTuber and I know I'm just a low on the total pole, I'm just a little old nobody why not say yes to an interview so I can get the word out that hey, you do cater to the autistic and mental health community and this is how you do it even though you are known to help like Holly Robson Heath. I've been trying I been trying to ask how they can help me get started. Years ago when I first in my mid twenties actually in my thirties when I found out about her. You know, in my thirties after I got started to get in my head about all my ideas for the community. I reached out to her to see if we can't partner up, if they, if she can't help me. They came back to me and said, sorry, we don't partner up with anybody. We can't help. What's up with that? Why not help someone who is trying, who's, and I've even said in my email to them, hey, I'm on the spectrum. I have, I have, you know, I said what I have. It's not listed anymore, but I said what I had. I'm on the spectrum. Here I am trying to help. I have a great idea for a TV show. A reality TV show. Great idea for a TV show. She could be the producer of it. She can help me travel and get contact. But they said no. 
and then I reached out to um, another star who has a foundation because her son is on the spectrum. Um, Kate Winslet, her son is on the autism spectrum. I reached out to her. She said no. She could be another producer on the show. Because I'm a little old nobody. They don't want to bend over backwards and lend a helping hand. But they don't mind putting out on their Facebook page, Oh, this person is great because they came out with an app idea. I'm trying to come up with my own app idea. That that is a one-stop shop for you guys. It's a live, in, live video and text chat. It has everything that no one has even thought about putting on an app. But they don't mind blasting. This person has done this in the community, but they don't want to bend over backwards and, and lend a helping hand to someone who's trying to 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 start. And that's just not right. And that needs to be changed. And it needs to be changed now. Because, like I said, I'm about to turn 46. So, all the ideas I have in my head are going to slowly go down the tube and it's, and it's never and probably never be used. If someone doesn't step up now and say, hey, we'll help you. We'll help make you app and website. We'll help you do the reality TV show. We'll help you with any ideas you have will be your angel investor. You don't have to worry about paying us back because we know that you don't have the money to pay us back because I don't. I don't have the money right now. But we'll invest in your ideas. We'll take a chance in your ideas because your ideas are brilliant which they are to me. And everybody that I tell them to, they say yes because I have another idea. Hall of Fame Museum rose be a touch where you can touch and learn about the autistic and mental health community. And every year we'll induct someone into the Hall of Fame who has contributed in any way to make the autistic and mental health community even better. Another one of my ideas, going down the tube. To all these com- all these different autistic conferences that I I can think of, and shout my ideas to. They say, "Great, great, great! We'll help." Email us. And once I email them, there there's nothing, and I'm getting sick and tired of it, and it's hurting my feelings. It's hurting me. Because it's like sticking a middle finger up in the ear to the autistic and mental health community. Because, to me, they'll help everyone else and proclaim how wonderful everybody else is. But someone like me who has all these great ideas, 
they said they'll help, but they now start helping. And then they said, oh, sorry, we're too busy. You just have to keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm waiting. When is my chance? When is somebody going, like I said, going to step up and help? Well, I know it's getting late, and, and I've been rambling on for a while, and I've got a basketball game to go to in a few minutes for my nephew. But I just wanted to pop up on this podcast and give my little two cents and and let everybody know what's going on and and see if, if anybody will finally step up and and try to help me change the autistic community autistic and mental health community the way for the better help me help change you know and also I, I in a little PS postscript I read a book about the juvenile justice system how it's so horrible for the autistic and mental health community which it is if you have an autistic or mental health child and they got themselves into trouble and they have to go to court and the parent can't afford a top-notch lawyer, they might get a a court-appointed lawyer who doesn't know anything about your child, doesn't even have the time to, to learn about your child's disease. He only has time to try to 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 um, go to court and that's it because he's so busy being a free lawyer I read a book that book same book said it's horrible both here in the United States and in Canada and I would love to change that help to change that too and one of my one of my best friends who I was talking to just the other day said, agreed with me. She said that once the child gets out of the detention hall, who has a mental health problem, who are, who is on the autism spectrum, she gave me a great example. I can't remember her example, but she gave me a great example. But she said they don't stay, they don't really stand a good chance of getting a good job because of them being on the spectrum or them having a, having a mental health problem. Because there's not enough social workers, not enough people to spend time to learn more about them, to find them a right job. And I'm, I'm hoping to change, I want to change that too. I want to get their story out. I would love to interview them and get their story out and say, hey, this person is looking for a job, even though they, they're on the spectrum, even though they have this mental health problem. They'll be great for this job. Here's their story. Here's their background. They'll tell it in their own voice. And they'll get hired. So... I'm going to end it here. 
If, if, if anybody wants to help me, take time to help me, especially with the whole with Globetrotters, then send me an email saying, this is how I can, or contact me on Facebook. I'm going to put both, my email and my Facebook because I, I look at both, my email and my Facebook. It, I have the Messenger app on my phone, and if you contact me on my Messenger, it'll pop up, and um, and I will respond just like that. Um, and you can say, hey, this is how you can contact the Holland Globetrotters personally. This is how we can... This is what I can do for you in your ideas. So we so we both can try to change how to show people how other places cater to the autistic mental health community. If anybody needs any information, this is how they can go about contacting that place. You know, if this person needs a job, this is how they can go about doing it. If you want me to interview you and say, Hey, I need help trying to find a job. If you live in Shreveport, Bozier right now, I can come to you and interview you so I can get your story out. Even if I have to come to the detention center, because you know you're about to get out of the detention in a few months or days or weeks. You know you need to find a job pretty quickly after you get out. Even in the jail. Even if you're an adult and you and you you know you're in the de- in the um, jail, but I wanna I'm trying to help the juvenile justice system more. But even if you're in the jail and you're an adult, you know you're on the autism spectrum or you have a mental health problem. Because, like I said, a lot of the lawyers may not know you have you know you have you have you on the spectrum and you have a mental health problem. But they couldn't fight for you hard enough because they don't have the time or the money to fight really hard. And you got sent to jail when you got she's meant to be you were meant to be sent somewhere else to get help. And you about to get out and you know you want to get a job. I'll come to you and interview and get your story out there to say, hey, this person is looking for a job. Even though they're on the spectrum, even though they have a mental health problem, they'll be great for this this job. It might be on my podcast. It might be on a YouTube. be better on a YouTube because I can show you their face and show you what they can do um, and what they have been doing in jail or in the detention hall. And I can get their story out. Um, but if you're a parent, if you're a parent and you know you have a child that's about to get out, I'll come to you and interview you anywhere. We meet, we'll meet somewhere. And I'll interview you. Um, so, again, I'll leave, I'll put my email and my Facebook um, address in this podcast so you can contact me and so hopefully someone will step up and help
so we can change the autistic and mental health community for the better. So until then, this is Meredith Siskar for the Autistic and Mental Health Chapter.